The number of ICOs hitting the cryptocurrency space seems to multiply faster than bunny rabbits. And in this episode, we're going to bring you two new companies seeking to change their industries through crowdfunding and then launching their own projects. BTOKEN aims to disrupt the home sharing space and GetCoins taking on merchant rewards programs. It's going to be enlightening and entertaining as we discover the visions created by the founders of these companies. Come on a magical journey with Travis and myself as we discover how these verticals may be transformed in a brave new crypto world on this ICO Spotlight episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Mr. Travis Wright, I'm crazy for crypto. How about you? <laughs> Crazy for crypto, yes. Or cuckoo, cuckoo for cryptocurrency. <laughs> That's even better. That is better. I'm Joel Com. That's Travis Wright, and you're listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? We're a bunch of blockhead, uh, blockchain blockheads over here, and bunch. We're, there's just two of us. No, we're a bunch. Well, I'm larger than you. <laughs> you're a bunch all on your own. <laughs> Hey, but there's less of me than there were than than there was uh, in episodes last year. I'm already dropping LBs. So that's good. Good, good for you. Good for you, Travis. Right, we're proud of you. And, dropping uh, LBs like uh, like rappers drop beats. I guess I, don't know. I will give you a Doge coin for every pound you lose. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have so many cents. Hey, those are worth 1.7 cents each as of now. Uh, Dogecoin has almost got a $2 billion market cap, if you could believe that. It, it is unbelievable. Actually, I was looking at this image that uh, I found on, on Reddit, and it was talking about all the coins that grew from January 1st of 2007 to December 31st, and then the gains that it had had. So, <laughs> I mean, Doge grew pretty nicely. Uh, but it was actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, the 15th most growth. It, it went 40 X in, uh, 2017, but Verge went 11,716 X. <laughs> Red coin went 679 X. Neo went 525 X. Ripple went 353 X. Digibyte 278 X. It's uh, it's un XL uh, Lumens went 146x, Ethereum 95x, Litecoin 50x, Bitcoin 15x. It's unbelievable what market we're in. And if we could only have a time machine to go to December 31st of this year, Mr. Jocom, I wonder if one of our uh, companies here in the ICO spotlight today might be one of those that do some major X moves. If we had that time machine, we would know what to hodl for sure. But, you know, as I'm looking at some recent ICO spotlights that we had that, you know, have hit the market, uh, Flixo, Flixo.com, the video service is at like 80 cents right now. And I think it, I want to say it ICO'd at 10 or less if my uh, memory serves me correctly. And it's doing really well. And uh, ClearPoll, which is one of the ones that wasn't an ICO, but at the time they were on the show, I think they were somewhere around a dollar a token. And it was at like 680 today. So we can't take any credit for that. It's just, um, you know, what we have done well is we've, um, 
we've we've vetted these companies that come on and apparently we've made some good choices. You know what? That's that's you know really a testament to I think the research of our team and really identifying some of those those top ICOs and 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 getting them on the show because you know there's a lot of them out there that we kind of look at and go, "And eh, this one's ah, eh. you know, there's so many different that's industries." Yeah, not so much. There's some different industries out here that are really fascinating to us. And we can see how blockchain is disrupting all of these various industries. And so we'd like to pick and choose different ones that are that really are solving unique problems in our and have a, have a unique uh, you know technology that could you know benefit the world, maybe make a dent in the universe. So those that's our aspirations when we're looking at these. We want to find ones that not only can, you know, potentially moon, but more importantly, that are actually going to do good stuff and make the world a little bit better place and that are cool and unique. And so those are the ones that we try to bring you. And we got a couple lined up for you today that I think you'll enjoy. Yeah, I hope so. And just full disclaimer. And, you know, one of the things that we appreciate about you guys is we respect you as an audience. And we like to be fully transparent with everything we do. You know, we tell you who our show sponsors are and we tell you that these ICO spotlight segments, these are sponsored segments. Every time you have uh, an interview that you hear from us with an ICO, we let you know these are sponsored. After we look at the ones that we think are interesting and ha- might have potential, then we let them know, all right, we'd like to have you on the show, but it's going to cost you. And so they compensate us to present their program, their product, their service, their coin, their ICO, whatever it is they're offering to you. However, we are not making any recommendations that you purchase any of these just because they're on the show. It's if you find something interesting that you've heard here, then go and do your own due diligence. You're responsible for your own investments. If you need to talk to a financial advisor, then go do that. But uh, these are not recommendations from neither Travis, myself, or from the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. You got to go figure this out all by yourself. Or join our mastermind community on Facebook and uh, it's badco.in forward slash mastermind and talk about them there. See what other people think and then you decide for yourself. And of course, always be aware that cryptocurrency is amongst the most volatile investments, at least I've ever seen. You know, maybe tulips were more volatile all those years ago, but crypto is incredibly volatile and if you're not wise with your money you could lose everything that you invest so don't true. ever invest what you can't afford to lose mm-hmm. and and you know that was a, that was a long time ago like before Joel was even born with the whole tulips thing so <laughs> it's a couple well, of years a couple of years but i, I want to make one point because you know that's one thing that that we strive to do is you know Joel mentioned we respect our audience and we will never sell anything to our audience. We're not trying to sell you guys stuff. You notice we don't have info products or we're trying to to pay to charge you to come into some special group and you know and be part of our group for $99 or whatever. We're we're not we're not trying to take your money. We're trying to make you money, but we're not advising you on what to do. We're we're really kind of molding you to to really do your own research and to do your own diligence on these things. And if you have done that over these past six months with our show, and if you have invested in some of the things that we've talked about, you've made money because the market has grown substantially. I think when we started the show, Joel, about six months ago, the market was about maybe what, 50 billion market cap or something overall? Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Here we are, 800 billion now, or 50, 50 billion to 800 billion. That's 16x. The market has grown 16x since we started the show in six months. That's insane. Our timing was right, and your timing and listening to the show was right as well if, if you've gotten involved. 
However, Travis, we actually did sell T-shirts to our audience. So, you know, again, full disclosure, we did offer them a product for sale. It just wasn't a make money product. Right. It was like something to, hey, cool. You want a shirt? I mean, some people had mentioned it. We said, okay, we'll put up a Teespring and we'll, if you guys want to, and I think yeah. what, maybe 38. We didn't make any money on it though, really. I think we made, maybe. Uh, I, think, I think we made like $300 from our T-shirts. Woo oh, yeah. um, but. But it's like um, not to say that we're not going to offer anything in the future. It's just not likely to be a, an info product or a make money course. For example, if we decide to do bad Crypticon this summer, then it's going to cost for a ticket because it costs money to put on events and go to events. But uh, we, we think you guys understand. You think they get it, Travis? I think they do. I think they get it. You know, and here we are. We we're bad. So we uh, may change our mind at any time. Give us all your we money. Have the, <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have the smartest audience. I'm mad and with now, power. I'm bad with power. I'm a bad scientist. <laughs> that is the cue to introduce this week's ICO Spotlight. Let's do it. It is time for you to be alert, Mr. Travis Fright, because uh -huh. the the future of home sharing is coming our way. There's a big and buzz there, about this. There it. is a buzz about it, and uh, we heard about it. And because we heard about it, we're going to bring that buzz and get some firsthand information. Of course, what we're talking about in this ICO spotlight is the future of home sharing with a new company called B-Token, B-E-E-Token.com. And we are privileged to have with us the co-founder and CEO, Mr. Jonathan Chu, but his friends call him John. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, sir. Thank you for having me. We're, we're glad that you are here. For those that want to follow along at home, btoken.com is the site. Why do we need home sharing on the blockchain, John? Right. So home sharing is one of the core features that most people use in daily lives, including uh, ride sharing, home sharing, and, and all of those. So we're really excited to bring that to blockchain. It's one of the primary use cases that decentralization um, has been touted for. Of course, Airbnb being the biggest of of the home sharers, and that's who you're seeking to disrupt, right? A absolutely. Airbnb is is the biggest in the field. And for us, we're targeting the crypto audience. So it's definitely uh, not a di direct disruption, disruption, but we're looking into it. It's like, hey, who who's the ones that had the sweet gains? Come stay at my house and let me know uh, which coins I should invest in. That 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 is probably closer to the mark than it should be. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's great. So so B B token B E E token for those who are listening at home who maybe did not did not see that. So you guys are creating this home sharing platform where hosts are going to be able to list their homes and then guests are going to be able to find accommodations on those locations. Very similar to Airbnb. I've used Airbnb. I think probably. Close, maybe 30, 30, 40 times. I, I almost prefer staying in an Airbnb than I prefer staying in a hotel a lot of times because then you get to meet people that are, that are located in that particular area. And if you have a shared interest like crypto, then staying in somebody's house who also has a shared interest in crypto, that's an automatic new friend. Not a, well, not a real maybe, question there. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's because you're you're not a uh, a question advisor, Mr. <laughs> Travis. Right? Uh, it looks like B is a a three part 
product. Okay, there's the Beanist, the B protocols, and the B token. So, John, why don't you break down those three components for us? Sure. So we're building on top of the Ethereum blockchain, and Beanist is the decentralized home sharing application that mainstream people will interface with. And then in between that application and the Ethereum blockchain, we had to build a lot of technology in order for it to be able to build businesses on top of Ethereum. So we call those the B protocols. And then they they solve a certain amount of work that is very common to many applications. And finally, the B token is the digital currency that is used to power the B protocols as well as the B um, nest. I have a question then just on a marketing branding thing because you have B space protocols and B space token, but Beanist. It looks like Beanist. That should be B space nest. There you go. Free marketing advising for you right there. <laughs> and we uh, are marketing advisors. We are, we so are marketing you, advisors. You, you, we're not financial advisors, but you could take the marketing advice to the bank. Yeah. I, I want to ask you about some of the, so some of the things that we like to talk about during these ICO interviews is we always want to know about the problem. Uh, we always want to know about the, the, the technology, where you are, the, the timeline of, of where you're going with this. We like to know about your team and we like to know about your token. So we want to take these at one step at a time. For one, I want to talk about your team because when looking at your team, it is just mind boggling because, you know, you were the former lead at Uber, right? You did, you know, you, you, you managed security and fraud and, and you led uh, over there at uber you have a product manager who was at facebook for five years you have another engineer from uber you have a lead engineer from google cloud i mean you have have you have the former chief of staff from civic so you have built together an unbelievable team how did you assemble such a powerful group of people to be on your team yeah so i i think when i decided to go full-time on cryptocurrency I reached out to the best people I knew in my network to see to gauge the interest. Uh, I think I was genuinely surprised when all of them agreed it, because mm -hmm. usually, yeah. So, so I, I don't, I don't quite. I, I, I'm surprised as well. <laughs> well, when things work out. It, it's always, uh, it's always nice that happens. So, some of the benefits here, you know, when I've never actually done Airbnb, but I have used Uber and Lyft quite a bit. And I understand that, you know, there's a commission that goes out when, uh, you know, to the platform. But by tokenizing this, you've got a zero percent commission platform, right? Because this is fully decentralized that the whoever's staying, you know, it's direct peer to peer. I pay you for your place. Here's the money. Yep, that's exactly how it works. I know that was a statement, but it was a question. <laughs> got, got it. Yeah, yeah. We we think that one of the main tenets of blockchain is to remove the middleman, and so we're pretty excited to be able to lower the commission to to a reasonable rate, which is zero. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's lower. How about eliminate the commission? Isn't that essentially what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. So, so how does B uh, make money then, right? From so you having zero commissions, how does that token work that actually powers B? Because you, your own company, and this is a decentralized platform. But how how does the mechanics of that work? Yeah. So one of the token dynamics that we've used is similar to Binance Exchange. So for Binance Exchange, what they do is they're a trading platform for cryptocurrencies, mm -hmm. and if you use Binance Coin to pay for the transaction fees you get half off the transaction fee cost 
So that's what we're doing with BTOKEN. If you pay with BTOKEN on our platform, we charge no commission. But then if you want to use Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other popular ERC-20 tokens, we charge a 1% to 2% commission. So I'm looking here at your roadmap. And here we are at the beginning of 2018 as um, uh, we're conducting this interview. Give us a little bit of the plan to roll this out and when will consumers be able to have an app in hand to say, I want to book a place and use my B token to stay there. Yeah, so we've been working on this for about six months and we're live on the Ethereum testnet. So we'll be showing the public this version within this month first. And then after running some security audits and final regression tests, we should have the live application in San Francisco sometime in Q1 to Q2. And then people will be able to use real B tokens. That's beautiful. And so your first alpha is going to be available in San Francisco. That's your first location you're going to be working in? Absolutely. Travis, did you say that was beautiful? That is beautiful. Very nice, Mr. Joel Kahn. Uh Let's talk a little bit about your technology from, you know, we see the roadmap and where you are right now. So how fully baked would you say your technology is today versus after your ICO and you complete your sale? How much of how much of your development is going to be built on after the ICO? Yeah, so for for us, I think we're already in a state because most of us do come from engineering backgrounds in which we'll be ready to launch soon. And in terms of development, it's it's always an iterative iterative process. Well, I think within the next I think right now it's a good starting point and then within the next year we'll continue to develop and clean up a lot of the the code that was rushed to completion and that will include cleaning up the protocols for other projects to use as well as building additional features on top of the BNest platform. So I, I think I think it will be incremental changes, but over over time it will add up to quite a bit. I want to ask about so you you have your your B protocols and then you're also mentioning on your roadmap where you're going to onboard, you know, maybe two to five decentralized apps, some DApps on the B protocol. What kind of of DApps are you envisioning that that can be built onto the B protocol? Yeah, so I th- I think anything that is similar to the the application that we're building. So to give you an idea of the protocols, they they cover three components: the payments component, the arbitration component, and the reputation component. So we see a lot of mm. trusted marketplaces or sharing uh, econ- economy apps to do to need these feature sets as well. So we'll be onboarding similar projects. Say that again. So you said the reputation component, the payment component, and the other comp- what was the other component? The arbitration component. So the arbitration component, it deals with subjectivity on the blockchain. So what happens if something goes wrong? Who who do you complain to? Who do you file a claim to? And the arbitration then takes care of the judicial system where you, you submit a claim and then a panel of judges will then vote on it. Mm. Now, is there a way to take your, your reputation from B and then like move it to other platforms? Because that's one problem that I have with the ecosystem it is now. It's like my reputation on Uber, I think I'm like a 4.9 rider and I think I've ridden, you know, 250 rides or more, right? And Airbnb, I'm uh, a five star, you know, rated there. Uh, but you know, if, if it's, but I'm not able to take that reputation and move it anywhere right now. Yeah. I think, I think for now the reputation stays within the B protocols. But that, that is definitely something uh, to consider. We, we definitely do pull as much information as we can get our hands on in order to generate the reputation, reputation score. So it would be interesting to display other metrics 
Yeah, I like that idea. Travis, you're a 4.9 on Uber. I think I'm like a 4.7. I must uh, You're have. kind of a douche at times, depending on like, I, how mad you are at the end of the day. I'm not. I'm a nice guy. Wait, are you looking in the mirror as you're saying that? So there, there's uh, three parts to your B-Token sale. The private pre-sale, which um, is already sold out, and it looks like your public pre-sale takes place from January 2nd to January 19th. Um, and that's for accredited investors only. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, but our public pre-sale is over already. It's sold out in five minutes. Oh, five wow. Five minutes. In five minutes? Hey, hang wow. on. Hang on. Nice. There you go. You may want to hodl the B token then. Wow, five minutes. That's insane. Okay, so when does the, the public ICO take place? We'll, we'll have a public sale January 31st, and that will be for the remaining $5 million. So the total that you're raising is $15 million, five in the private, five in the public pre-sale, and then five in the public sale. Yes, absolutely. So those those might uh, go I – mean, if you did the public pre-sale in five minutes, um, have you thought about raising your cap? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting because we wanted to make the cap low to make our community happy, but it's causing – a, a different problem now, which is because the amount of Ethereum we can take in is limited, a lot of people aren't able to actually partake, which is a, a different problem. So how would somebody participate in the public sale if it doesn't happen in the blink of an eye? So we'll be doing a, a whitelisting starting from mid-January where you sign up and we then reserve you a spot in the crowd sale. And everyone should be able to, to get some allocation of token as long as they are registered uh, and whitelisted, but but because if, if there are a lot of applicants, the amount guaranteed may be small. Now, are there any places in the world that are not able to participate in this uh, token sale? Yeah, since we're a U.S.-based company, we're, we're complying with SEC. We're excluding USA, Canada, China, and a few others. But but the accredited investors were able to invest. The, the $5 million that you raised, those could be, have been U.S. residents. Yes, absolutely. Right. And so what do the tokenomics look like? Uh, somebody contributes um, one Ethereum uh, during the public sale. How many B tokens do they get? Yeah, I believe they get roughly. So so the, it'll depend on the price of Ether at that time. Mm-hmm. So so it's really hard to guess what Ether. Well, price. let's just say as of right now, it's a thousand, which, by the way, first time uh, we've mentioned that here, I think, Travis, is that uh, Ethereum broke a thousand so ding 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 let's say it's a thousand at the time of the sale then our our token price will be roughly 14 cents so probably seven eight thousand v tokens all right john what's that's really fascinating i think you have a great product here it looks like i mean you're taking on a really interesting space airbnb has disrupted the hotel industry in a lot of ways now you're going to try to sort of disrupt part of airbnb i think it's a nice market and you're going to be able to build decentralized apps on top of your protocols that you're building is there any other things uh that's going on at b token that our audience should be aware of i i I think for now we're pretty hands down on cleaning up the prototype so that we can release it to the web uh, public and as well as preparing for the, a smooth token sale. So I think those are the two main parts. Fantastic. Well, if you guys want to follow along, btoken.com, there's a place to 
Uh, put your email in so that you can get the news on the presale and get whitelisted. There's also the roadmap. You can download the white paper, see more about the advisors and the team, and learn all about the B token because we want you to be informed so you'll be investing in the right cryptos when you do encounter a financial advisor that could tell you whether to do so or not. So Jonathan Chu, co-founder, CEO of BTOKEN, thanks for sharing your project with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I don't know about you, but I like to get rewarded when I shop. I, I just I like points. Travis, do you like points? You know what? I think, well, I've traveled quite a little bit and, and for the longest time, I did not collect any of my United or my airline miles or any of that. So I didn't. And then once I started, I was like, Oh my God, I am an idiot for not having been collecting these. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, you know, loyalty programs are huge and we're entering a new era where points are a currency. But crypto is also currency, and our guest for this segment of the ICO Spotlight wants to merge the two. His name is Simon Chong, and Simon is the founder and CEO of a new blockchain-based company called Gatcoin, G-A-T-C-O-I-N. Gatcoin.io is the site, and we're going to talk some stuff about loyalty and rewards programs. Welcome to the show, Simon. Thank you, guys. Really happy to be on. We're happy that you're here, and I speak loyalty programs. I speak rewards. I love collecting points. So, But tell us, what is it that you think is happening in the rewards industry that um, that's a problem? Yeah. I mean, the, the average consumer is a member of at least 29 different reward and incentive programs, mm. and that's a huge number of programs to keep track of. And the unfortunate thing is that, you know, most of these programs are really just ignored or, or not used. And the problem really has been just a mass proliferation of these generic programs, which haven't been, you know, utilized by consumers. So what we want to do is really fundamentally change this um, and present a new value proposition to both consumers and merchants, saying that all your points are really valuable turn them into cryptocurrencies so that you can really convey how much value you're really delivering to the consumer. And so this is really exciting. You know, points themselves are valuable and it's just a waste to ignore them or not be able to exchange them or use them. So we want to use the crypto economics to really fundamentally disrupt this whole, this whole industry. The crypto economics, for sure. Now, you, you mentioned you said 29 different reward programs most people have, and most people don't use those, right? It's like, what, 70, 80% of most people aren't using those reward points? Is that a, is that a fair statement? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. 76%. 76%, very nice. Hey, in fact, Travis, uh, just the other day, I, uh, I keep a, a, a small stack of some reward stuff in my kitchen, and I went in there and I found a card for REI. I had actually accumulated like $26 worth of rewards. And I've been holding this thing for a year. And I looked at it and it expired just a few days ago. I never even, you know, went shopping again and got something with it. So that's a problem for me. 
Yeah, absolutely. So how, how does this work? Does this work across various different clients or various different reward and shopping programs? Are they all going to tie their unique reward programs into the GAT coin? Is that is that how you foresee that happening? Yeah, so we're, we're creating a, a platform where all our merchants um, can issue their own branded, uh, what we call the merchant tokens, but they're essentially their points. And those points are going to be on the blockchain, and they are essentially cryptocurrencies. So every time a merchant issues a point to their customer, the customer gets them in their wallet. And, you know, push notification comes up on their phone saying you've just received this point from your favorite merchant. Now, the great thing about our system is that if you don't want those points or you basically just want to get rid of them because, you know, you don't use them, you can then trade them on our system for our GAT coin. And that GAT coin can then be used to purchase other merchant tokens from other merchants that you may want. So in effect, it's a way for you to take your points that maybe you you don't use too often, trade them in for our GAT coins, and then use those GAT coins to buy other um, points that you really do want or need. Uh, How are you lining this up to work with existing loyalty programs? Are you going to accept points from anywhere for GAT coin, or are are these merchants that have said, we want to work with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, Our anchor client is based in Japan, and they have a, um, a huge network of retail stores and brands that all have their own point system. And so we're, we're actually working with them now to integrate their programs into the GATCOIN system. And we have similar merchants in Southeast Asia, which also have these large networks. Um, so that's, that's on the loyalty point side. The system also covers promotions and campaigns. So merchants are able to issue these cryptocurrencies as essentially discount coupons, uh, which is also really exciting. So instead of issuing a paper voucher with a 20% off or a, or a 10% off, they can issue cryptocurrencies that represent the same type of discounts. But because they're crypto, it's really it's there's nominal value for the consumer, so it's not treated as spam anymore. And so this is really important because the whole issue with promotions is that people are just deluged with um, with spam. Um, so turning them into cryptocurrency really changes the way consumers interact with the, the campaigns and promotions. Yeah, that's great because in theory, if you are trading into cryptocurrency and they have cryptocurrency, then if they wanted, they could go and exchange it for pretty much any cryptocurrency that they wanted. They don't necessarily have to utilize the points, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's precisely what we want to do. And and it's great for merchants as well, because, you know, rather than send them a paper voucher, which gets thrown in the trash can, you're actually giving them something that can be traded and circulated. So eventually these tokens will find their way to a customer that actually wants to use it in store and purchase something. You know, it's, it's fantastic. It's not spam. They circulate freely so they they find the hands of people that want to use them. So it's a win-win for both the merchant and the customer. I would love, you know, there's so many rewards programs that, you know, you have, it's almost like dust. You know, there's not enough to quite redeem them. And you kind of feel like, you know, I've got this sitting here and I'm not going to use it. And to be able to exchange it, I, I would enjoy that. So will this function then through an app or website or both? Yeah, have both website and app. If you go on our website, you can see our prototype. 
design uh, of the app itself. The, the great thing about the app is that uh, it allows shops uh, and brands to drop their tokens by geolocation. So literally, if you're, you're, you're walking by, say, a Starbucks or, or a Nike store, for example, and um, you're in that vicinity, you could literally pick up their cryptocurrencies and then take them into the store and use them straight away. Um, so for us, it's a gamification of the entire marketing uh, strategy uh, by turning coupons into something that's a collectible. And again, you know, the great thing is, you know, if you're too busy to walk in that store and use it, or you just don't want to to use it, you can then send them to friends or trade them in for value. It's, it's, it's really exciting for us. Yeah, that's that's great. It sounds like a, a pretty valuable thing. Now, we actually here at Bad Crypto, we have our own coin called the Bad Coin, right? So, and it's not good. It's not worth anything, but we have a lot of them. <laughs> so that means we have a lot of worthless coins, but we've been giving them away to our fans, and they love the fact that they're getting crypto from us. Now, we don't have that mechanism on the back end that would allow us to, you know, get discounts on certain things by utilizing the crypto. But it's something that we've thought about, you know, in the future is something that could be valuable because they our fans love them. You know, even though they're not worth anything, they seem to think they're going to be worth something someday, even though they're probably not. They really love to collect them. And so there's there is definitely a, you know, sort of a novelty, uh, you know, component to this that people like, because you know what, most people don't understand crypto yet. And but maybe to get their first crypto is uh, something that can help them move along. So how exactly does this process work for somebody who maybe has never had crypto before ever? Uh, they just have to download your wallet or something. And anytime you're making purchases at certain stores, you get you get those uh, tokens added to your wallet or how, how exactly does that work? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the whole point of this project is really to introduce crypto to an entirely new audience that is really not familiar with cryptocurrencies as all, at all, but they are familiar with points. So this is, this is the really exciting thing about our app. They, they basically just put the app on their phone and they start collecting points, which they're familiar with. But then as they use the app, they say, wow, actually, you know, I didn't know I could trade this in for this thing called Gatcoin. And, oh, my gosh, you know, Gatcoin has, you know, this market value, which turns into real money. And all of a sudden, they, they're, they're a crypto user. So, you know, we're, we're, we're actually going after, you know, the, the mums and dads, the, the, the people that are just used to shopping and points, but haven't been introduced yet to crypto. And this for us is like, you know, a backdoor way of introducing a first cryptocurrency for them in the form of the GAT coin. And, you know, hopefully they just, you know, get the bug like we all have and start uh, start using crypto. Simon, you've had a really successful pre-sale. It looks like you've had over 11,000 um, Ethereum contributed, which is really means you're approaching your hard cap of $14.5 million, but you are starting a, to a public token sale uh, shortly after this interview goes live. So talk a little bit about that sale and how people would participate. Yeah, I, I mean, we we were totally taken aback at the amount of interest in the project. I mean, we we had no idea that actually we would we would get this amount of, of pre-sale. So it, it went really quickly, and we, we actually purposely, you know, had a very small cap because we only wanted to raise what we needed to to build the system and the pre-sale ended up you know co uh, you know um comprising over 82 percent 
of uh, of our total hard cap. So depending on where F is on January the 14th, we'll go ahead with the public sale as scheduled, but it's likely we'll need to, to close it out if the F price keeps on rising um, because we will stop the sale as soon as we've collected 14.5 million. But it's been really good for us in terms of community building and validation of our, our project. Um, the community that's behind us has just been terrific. Um, we didn't do any private sales. We didn't give away any gap with any, you know, massive bonuses. It was all public. So, you know, we have a lot of like individuals that you know, looked at the project, believed in it, and then just supported us early. So we're really proud of that. Yeah, that was a great time. And let me ask you this here, because one of the things that we always like to know about with these ICOs and one of the things our fans really like to know about is, you know, the four T's, right? So we've already figured out the problem, right? So we, we understand that, uh, you know, these reward points aren't, they're, they're not optimal. They don't work well. Now crypto, you know, making them in crypto, that has a chance to really sort of flip the industry around. But one of the things that, that we like to know about is, you know, the T, what's, what's your tech like right now? And what is the timeline for your tech to be fully flushed out? That's the first question. That covers a couple of the T's. Team, uh, your tech, and the timeline of this project. Yep, I, I, I love those T's. So the tech, um, I'm, I'm the inventor of what we call the airdrop technology, which essentially links the distribution of cryptocurrency tokens by geolocation. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. You invented the airdrop? The We, we call it A-drop. <laughs> and so it's um it's not the airdrop where you distribute to all account holders on the blockchain okay but we're actually linking that with geolocation data ah so, so you 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 just forked the airdrop <laughs> <laughs> i like to say improved it yeah nice. so, so you know we we've turned the airdrop into like basically a guided missile and then link that to the data sets that uh, we collect from our app. So not only are you able uh, uh, to you know, target the distribution of cryptocurrencies by demographic, by spending preferences, um, but you're also able to give it to them by geolocation. So for us, you know, people have been calling us you know, the Pokemon Go of the cryptocurrency world. Um, because there's so many fun things you can do by dropping um, cryptocurrencies by geolocation. So, you know, the tech is proprietary. It's really strong. We have our own in-house team. We don't outsource any of the dev. All of us went to high school together, so we've known each other for 20-odd years. It's 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 really been an organic exercise for us, um, which I think means that we're small, sure, but um, you know, we're, we're solid and, you know, we, we trust each other and we just work well to, with each other. So that's fantastic. We also have a data scientist on board and he's been working on, you know, analyzing mass data for companies like um, Optus and um, Netflix. Um, and he's 100% focused on creating what we call actionable insights that we can present to our merchants so they can analyze that data and use our guided, you know, missile system to, you know, to further target the um, the campaigns um, in the form of cryptos. So the team and the tech are really solid. The timeline, we've been a bit conservative on this. So, you know, we we're launching the beta in June this year. And then we're going to go live with our merchants towards the end of the year. So, you know, we haven't been um, 
how would you say over ambitious with the um, with the timeline, and we've been very transparent with the community about that. But we'll have you know a React Native app for everyone to to look at before January 14th, so they can actually play around and see where the core functionalities are of our app. Um, so it's all there, um, but there's there's still a lot of work to be done, you know, integrating with our merchants in in Japan and in Singapore. Excellent. Uh, the website's gatcoin.io, and you can go read about the token sale. There's the white paper. Um, there's news. There's the FAQ. You can co- um, connect with them on Facebook, Telegram, LinkedIn, Twitter. When, when you were talking about the guys you went to school with, is that Chris and James? Chris, James, Steve. Um, Got it. Together. Well, and, well, I uh, I know I know that you know it wouldn't be the first time you know you guys already know because of your last names, right? I mean, <laughs> you've got Chong, Tong, and Kong. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a it sounds like a, an Asian law firm, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and we have a yap there as well. So he's he's, he's also from the same. Actually, town. that completes it. Now you've got the firm Chong Tong Kong and Yap Attorneys <laughs> in Crypto. <laughs> that is so hilarious. This Man, is. I think uh, if anyone remembers anything from this interview, it's probably going to be that last comment. Well, hopefully they'll remember to go check it out and do their own due diligence to see what um, what your ICO is all about. You're only looking to raise just a few million more, right, to complete to get to your hard cap. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's all we need. So we're really happy and, you know, just so thankful for the crypto community for like, you know, just just supporting early ventures like us. I mean, they're, they're our lifeblood. So. Everything we do is is for them now. So, you know, we're just going to, you know, keep working and, you know, de- deliver value to, to all those guys that supported us. Simon Chong, founder and CEO of GatCoin. Simon, thanks again for, uh, for joining us and having some fun as we share about GatCoin. Absolutely. Where would be a great place for folks to uh, to connect with you? Where's the community growing for you guys? Telegram. So if you if you go if you just look type in at Gatcoin and find us on Telegram and just ask away and join the conversation. Beautiful. And there's 2,800 people there as of now, and now there's 2,800 and in 82 because I just joined. So thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. So what did the bad scientist, Mr. Travis Wright, think of those? You know what? As someone who has, uh, you know, spent time in several Airbnbs, I think I, I looked, I think it was like 36 different times I've stared at an Airbnb over the past like five years, maybe. And I like Airbnb. I think that that's great. And then if we can take that and kind of connect the crypto community and disrupt Airbnb, or at least have a, another solution to, uh, to Airbnb, I think that's a great idea. And it will be interesting to see what Gatcoin will do with its uh, with its merchants reward program for sure. The, the only other time that I've heard of Gat is like in rap songs. Got my Gat. <laughs> <laughs> I get it with the Gat. Oh my gosh, that may have been the worst of the dad jokes. But that's why you guys love us, and we hope that uh, this has been informative for you of course as we said at the beginning go do your own due diligence and check it out and see if it's something i don't you know depending upon where you are you may not even legally be able to invest in this but you know i think just these projects themselves understanding how all these different industries are being disrupted i think it's just important because we are part of the blockchain revolution uh 
Travis and I, the benevolent dictators here at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, you are loyal minions. You're actually the ones running the show. It's kind of like in a marriage, you know, how the, the man thinks, you know, I wear the pants in the family, but it's actually the wife who kind of runs the show. You guys actually run the show here because without you, there ain't no show. It's just Travis and I having conversations like we did before we ever did the podcast. And you know what? If we didn't have the show, we would probably go back to just having conversations like we did before. We would just have the bad crypto podcast that nobody would listen to, except just you and me having conversations like like we still do pretty much every day anyway. <laughs> right. You know, like if it, let's say crypto completely collapsed and everything went to zero and, you know, so people stopped listening. You and I would just like go crypto sucks. <laughs> we would just talk to each other. Man, I hate crypto. <laughs> oh, my God. What a bubble that was. But you know what? I don't. I love it. I'm having the time of my life. And Travis, you are an excellent person to go on this journey with. And we just getting started. Likewise, good sir. It's been great. Just don't ever point your gat at me. Pew, 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 pew. Stay gat. <laughs> The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. <laughs> Especially after that maniacal laughter, that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You mean like this? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs>